So Kate, do you have any Kiwi boxes in the mail right now? We sure do. We're going to be trying Atlas Crate, Doodle Crate, and Eureka Crate. Oh, fun. Okay. I think those are the same ones that we're going to do this year. And I am so excited for our boxes to arrive. It's always so exciting when they're on your doorstep. I know. My kids love getting stuff in the mail. And we've talked about this where I would always try to like intercept things when they came (laughs) and hide them in my closet because I had a closet right by the door in my old house. And now I don't have a closet right by the door anymore. So basically the minute (laughs) the Kiwi crates come, it's like, okay, so we're having Kiwi day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But they're so fun. They are. Yeah. And we've never done Eureka crate. So we're looking forward to that. But Doodle crate has been a favorite for years. And I'm excited about Atlas Crate because it's another fun geography resource mm-hmm. to use this year. KiwiCo inspires artists, designers, makers, and innovators with crates for people ages 0 to 104. Everything KiwiCo produces is designed by experts and tested by kids. So to learn more about all of the crates KiwiCo has to offer and to pick which ones your kids would like best, go to KiwiCo.com. That's KiwiCo.com to find crates your kids are going to love. Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, good. Starting to get in that routine a little bit. How are things at your house? It is going a little bit more smoothly than it was when last we spoke. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Things are falling into line. (laughs) I think that's safe to say. Things are going more smoothly. Like, (laughs) it's still not like, you know. (laughs) It's never perfect. (laughs) Let's be honest. Right, right. And we were just talking about like how sometimes you get to that thing where it's like, well, if we can just get to this point, then we'll be in a routine. It's like, I don't see that yet. Yeah, I just told you mine is November 1st. I know. And like, (laughs) when is the next time? Like, Christmas break? I don't know. (laughs) But it's okay. It's a busy season, but everyone is happy over here with what they're doing and learning and so I count that as a win even if we've already lost a soccer ball and one pair of boots has slits in it so you can't like (laughs) they don't work we had nature school today and I'm like these boots are you can't wait in these yeah yeah it's amazing what it is kids can do to their stuff sometimes where you're like how how did this even happen? Oh, I always say that my kids are the reason why L.L. Bean took that lifetime warranty away. <laughs> <laughs> we are so hard on our boots that almost every season we've been like, hey, like these have a hole in them. <laughs> I should have used that the year that my son lost his boot in the snow. We had like a major, I think I've even talked about this before. We had like we've a talked m- about this crazy we lost a sock. Yeah. But still had the boot, which still baffles me. <laughs> yeah. But we, we we didn't find it till spring. And we dug in that snow. Like, we tunneled. It was, that was a big winter. But we had, like, a fall cleanup one time with brand new Crocs. One of my kiddos, who shall remain nameless, was barefoot and left Crocs in the yard. So then when the cleanup guys left, like, they sucked up all the leaves. They sucked up a Croc. <laughs> <laughs> 
a croc. <laughs> a croc. And it was like a, a single croc. A new croc. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, geez. This, he literally just bought the ball that this child needs for this le- level of soccer. I wrote the name on it. It was a funky looking ball so we could see it, <laughs> you know, in a field and Is it whatever. Like in the woods where it just disappeared? No, he thinks he brought it home. It's not in my car. I mean, it could be. I don't know. I don't know how this happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. I think. Um, we need GPS on anything that my boys have. Oh, that's what they need. They need like a. Okay. Like ball. Homeschool is, sisters. Copyright. Trademark. <laughs> yeah. Can we invent this? Uh, we're, go- we're going to Shark Tank. Okay. We don't know how we're doing it yet, but it's a sticker that's like a GPS sticker. You can stick on items that frequently are lost, like shoes and balls and water bottles. So that's another right. thing. Yes. Water bottle. Yeah. Kills me. I don't know how, how inventing works, but um, no one can steal this idea because we just talked about it, right? We're the first ones. We're the first ones and to ever think about this. And show the random location because that's the thing. It's never where it's supposed to be. No like going to be in a hamper or something like there won't be laundry in there but a soccer ball will be you know. but that would be good at least it's in the house yeah <laughs> oh man well by the time you find the soccer ball it will be winter and then exactly we'll be past november 1st and then we'll be in a different we'll need a new routine. yeah well was it in was it in the last episode you talked about the six weeks thing that in schools yeah. that has been bringing me so much comfort i can't even tell you like i just keep thinking like we're only in week two we're only in right. week two. We're only in week two. I was just talking to a friend yesterday. Who, it's her first year homeschooling, and she said that things are going well and that it's not perfect, but she feels like it's going to be a good year. And I was like, hey, if you're saying that, yeah, it was week three for her, then you're rocking it. Like, ba- basically, right. pat yourself on the back, pour a cup of tea, read a book. My only fear with people who have just started, who are like, yeah, it's going really well. Like, it sounds like she said it in a way that's like, yeah, it's going really well, you know? But then do you ever hear from those moms that are like, oh my gosh, it's so great. And I'm afraid they're going to like crash and burn and then just like <laughs> be found like wandering in Target. Like, I don't yeah. know where well, I am ha- or what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Just maybe slow it down a half a step. Just <laughs> maybe like. not everything can be great all the time. Right, like, it's a marathon, not a race. Unless you're you got to pace concert. yourself. <laughs> Stop for water breaks. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. Don't, Put don't. Put your feet up. Yeah. It's great to go all in, but, like, keep some in the reserve tank. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Speaking of tanks, that's a terrible segue. <laughs> You know it has a tank is an RV. And you know who we're talking to today? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was terrible. No, I actually loved it. <laughs> it's so random. I'm, I'm just... just picturing like army tank. Here, here comes Celeste. <laughs> yes. Celeste my, does not. We should. entirely different way. <laughs> we should clarify this. Celeste does not live in an army tank. <laughs> But am I the only one? Have you ever dreamt of like long-term travel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could do the RV thing. I could do the, you know what I think about all the time is like 
moving someplace else and just having like a tiny little cottage, like teeny mm-hmm. in a place where it's sunny. So you're, you're only using it for sleeping basically. Yeah. yeah. Like that sort of, and maybe not even owning it, like bouncing around. I don't know. I think about stuff like that all the time, doing the national parks. And then we hear from people all the time who say like, I would love to be like a full-time RV family or full-time traveling family. But then there's lots of questions that come with there that. There are so many questions. Like even when I think about my own family, we only, we, we, when we first got married, had this vision that we would, maybe I've said this on the show before, that we would be these travelers because my husband really liked to travel and I always wanted to travel. And we were like, yeah, it's, you know, you make your kids into, you know, if you want travel kids, you just travel. And I had one that just could not, could not <laughs> for a long time. I mean, I'm talking until very recently. And even still, it's not perfect. It's not even close to perfect. It's really good for us, yeah. where we came from. But you know what I mean? Like, there's the kids that don't travel well, and there's space like how do you live in an RV and not drive each other absolutely bonkers and if you're homeschooling where's all the stuff and what do you keep and what do you not and I don't know there's there's lots of questions that I'm excited to yeah into. yes because like we so often do on this podcast we don't know so we're phoning a friend <laughs> <laughs> We're phoning a friend. We're phoning our friend Celeste Orr from Togetherness Redefined and Wandering Nation. So Celeste has been a homeschooling, road schooling mom since 2009, now with a sixth grader and a ninth grader. They've been traveling around the U.S. full time since 2013. And Celeste told us that they used to think their family was the only one. They wanted to travel so much, but over the past few years, what they're learning is that there are lots of families who dream of like life on the road or living life differently and traveling together. And we hear that too from so many listeners. So we're really excited to talk with her. Celeste has started documenting her family's life at togethernessredefined.com and wanderingnation.com. And she even has an e-course called Road Schooling 101 and a podcast. We'll put links to everything in the show notes at thehomeschoolsisters.com. But we've got lots of questions for her. Yay. Okay. So should we call Celeste? Yes, we should. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Hone School. Hone School is an online private music lesson platform tailored for the lifestyle of homeschool students and features unique topics for students who aspire to create their own music. If your student is interested in writing songs, recording and producing music on their computer, studying music or music production in college, pursuing a career as a church music or tech director, or if they simply are looking for a more engaging, convenient, and practical music lesson than what they've had in the past, then Hone School is where your student can reach their musical potential. Hone School music lessons are modern, convenient, and personal. Modern technology allows for easy collaboration between teacher and student regardless of location, and students cover a wide range of topics to set them up for success as a modern musician. In addition to the convenience of private lessons from home, Homeschool offers the unique additional advantage of school hour time slots, so homeschool families can seamlessly integrate music lessons into their weekly school schedule. Homeschool lessons are also always highly personal, 
Each student works closely with their musical mentor and follows a completely individualized path to their musical goals. Students also receive unprecedented access to their teacher between lessons, which helps boost student engagement and progress. You can visit the website www.hone.school. That's H-O-N-E dot school to get more information. And to receive 50% off your first month of lessons, visit hone.school slash sisters. That's hone.school slash sisters to receive 50% off your first month of lessons. And we'll have that link over in the show notes as well. If you leave your name and email there, your spot will be saved for up to a month with no obligation to sign up. So head over to hone.school slash sisters to learn more and reserve your spot today. Hi, Celeste. Hi, Celeste. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. We get so many questions about this. I'm like sort of continually surprised at how many people have a dream to live like a traveling life. And so we're just really, really excited to have somebody that we can ask all these questions that we get because we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Don't know if I can answer all the questions, but I will certainly try for sure. (laughs) Okay. That sounds like a good plan. Well, can you tell us um, just starting out a little bit about yourself and your family? Yeah, for sure. So I'm Celeste Orr and I travel full time with my family. We have been traveling since 2013, um, actually homeschooling since 2009. Uh, But in 2013, we had one of those crisis sort of moments as a family and we realized that we just weren't thriving in our current environment and so we thought okay what do we do you know um so we started looking for jobs and looking for places to move which is what we had always done and we found some other families doing full-time travel and Three weeks later, all our stuff was basically sold, and we had bought an RV, and we've been traveling ever since. So, um, yeah, crazy, crazy season for us, but um, it clicked, and it worked. So now we have a 14-year-old and an almost 12-year-old, and, yeah, we've been traveling full-time for six years. Wow. Okay, that was one of the things I was going to ask you was, do you still have a home somewhere where like or do you have a storage space somewhere or did you just kind of get rid of everything so it sounds like you guys really just kind of got rid of everything huh Uh, we sort of did um and that's you know one of the things that we always struggle with is you know do we have stuff in storage or not so um we tried to minimalize as much as we could because we wanted to travel you know at least for a a few years. Um, but we do have a few bins. I have to be honest. (laughs) They're hanging out at the grandparents' house. So yeah, that's our home base is the grandparents. That's still pretty impressive though. And I love that you made the turnaround in three weeks. What was that like that time where you just decided to go for it? Yeah, it was one of those, uh, I don't know of I think only one other time in our lives where we just knew that it was the right thing for us, you know, Um, and we only we thought, okay, if it just works for one year, we'll be happy. You know, we just needed a reset as a family. And so when we found 
work camping jobs, that there are normal people who live in their campers, you know, for a few months or a year or more. Um, and we found some families, you know, with kids making it work homeschooling. It was just one of those moments we were like, we have to go for it. And literally within two days, we had a contract on a house that we'd been trying to sell for over a year. And that was like the final, you know. Wow. Design. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know you work for a nonprofit. Does your husband, yeah. um, what does he do where you're both able to work remotely like that? Yeah. So when we first started, I actually left my job with the nonprofit. Um, and our plan was to cut our expenses so low, you know, that we could basically survive on well, not just survive, but we could have enough money to feed our kids, obviously, <laughs> with um, just income from work camping. So there's lots of places that want, you know, young people and old people to come work for campgrounds, national parks, things like that. And we tried that for about a year and found ourselves in a pretty sticky situation with a job that just wasn't, um, it wasn't safe. And so at that point, I went back to work online for the nonprofit. So I work, um, yeah, for them full time. And then my husband still does the work camping jobs, but only in places that we really want to stay for a few months. So yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, so that that's, I mean, like, it all kind of comes together. That's really kind of yeah. I mean, you don't know what you don't know, but like I had, I had no idea that that was an option. Right. Um, but now you have like another huge change coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this one. <laughs> so I'm you are, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, um, yes. Yeah, so it was another one of those moments where we realized, you know, our kids are getting older and so our oldest is starting high school this year and our youngest started middle school and they're very tall. So, you know, we have six footers in our little <laughs> 200 square feet of house. And um, we were like, okay, we've got to do something else in the winters, particularly to have a little bit of a break from our airstreams. So we actually started researching this three years ago. So it was a little longer than the three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we decided we, we bought a catamaran. And so this winter we're going to sail, learn to sail, by the way. We don't know how to sail yet. But we own a catamaran and we're going to move on to it um, in a few weeks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Yeah, we yeah, great. We know it's crazy. Our whole family and all of our friends are very nervous for us. Um, but yeah, we just know even if it only works out for a year, we've got to go for it, you know. Um, yeah, and because we homeschool, we have decided to basically study marine biology, you know, and <laughs> pirate history. Oh, <laughs> awesome! Oh my gosh, I want to come. Yeah. <laughs> And then we they have think to it's crazy. It. I think it's amazing. Yeah. What, what an adventure and what a wonderful feeling and outlook on life to instill on your children, you know, that just take life by the horns and make it work. YouTube something and see yeah. if it works. Yeah. 
Oh, it's amazing. I love that. And they'll be able to stand up very tall. <laughs> <laughs> Their beds will fit them now. <laughs> they'll just be able to like stretch out. <laughs> okay, so that's one of the questions we get so often. So this is perfect. Um, is like right now, so how big is your Airstream, did you say? Yeah, it's a 30-foot bunkhouse Airstream, and we actually had to remove the bunks so that they we could build them a bigger bed space um, because they did just grow so fast between the ages of, you know, 8 and 14. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's a 30-foot, but we have about 200 square foot of living space inside. Wow. Okay. And then does the catamaran have more space or is it just like, hey, it's wide open on top. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So we got a 38 foot catamaran, but it's like twice as or three times as wide or something. Oh, wow. Um, Wow. Okay. Okay. Either a house or an Airbnb or a catamaran. So that was our choice that we gave ourselves. So yeah, we went for that one. I remember you put that on Instagram and I was like, oh man, please let it be. I didn't know it was a catamaran. I was just like, it was a boat. And I was like, please let it be the boat. I want it to be the boat so bad. But like, you know, you don't want to tell anybody else like how to live their life. But you know, I'm sort of living vicariously through your Instagram. So I was like, okay, we're going to go to a boat, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so with, with the small space, we get two questions from people. The first one is probably easier to answer than the second. And the first one is, what do you do like with homeschool supplies and how do you kind of create like a homeschool where you need less? Yeah. Yeah. That was honestly one of my biggest um, fears, I guess, going into travel. Um, So when we first started, um, we bought one of those campers, not an Airstream, and it had this whole big back room on the back of it. And we filled it with all of our homeschool supplies because in our regular house, we had a room, a school room with two desks and all the books and the posters, you know, and like what day of the week is it and all that fun stuff. Um, so we bought a camper that had a room that could be their bedroom and schoolroom. Um, and then we figured out that we couldn't actually take it anywhere because it was so big. We couldn't go anywhere. Uh, so when we downsized, it, it was basically choosing some minimalism type things, right? Um, so we had to, I dedicated the one closet in our Airstream for school supplies and we built shelves and honestly, I just switched things out, games and books, and we put, you know, things away when we're not going to use them for the next three months and then we bring out and rotate. So it caused me to make a lot of choices, um, but I really haven't missed anything other than the posters because we have no <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, I like that though. Okay, so like for books, do you do a lot of ebooks and how do you survive without a local library? Right. I know. Well, that we actually don't survive without a local library. Okay. So, <laughs> so how does that work? Yeah, so one of our one of the things that our family does that a lot of other traveling families don't really do a lot um once we realized that, okay, we really like this. We love to travel as a family. We love meeting new people, um, meeting other homeschoolers across the country and 
you know, traditional schoolers. When we figured out it was going to work for us, we realized we had to slow down. So we actually spend five months out of the year for the for four out of the last five years. We've spent it in Maine on the coast of Maine. Um, And so they have probably the best library we've ever experience for kids here and it's new england which is a completely different region of the country than we're from um so for five months out of the year they know us by name we walk in and they actually a librarian told me last week that they avoid us she was like i knew you were here because but i was hiding because your stack is too tall and (laughs) our librarians say the same thing they've told my kids they're like when you come in just don't even bother with the slot just ring the bell let us know you're here and pile them up on (laughs) yes so we just like gorge ourselves on all the library books for five months and then the other seven uh we buy a lot of books and give away a lot of books you know to rotate them in and out of our house and then my mother-in-law's upstairs is probably going to collapse one day because of all the books that are up there we saved uh yeah so it's a a combination of strategies but it's hard I want to have all the books and um we've already I mean sometimes we throw away clothes or dishes or other things to reduce weight because when you're you know hauling around your house the weight is a concern just so that we can have more books which is ridiculous (laughs) I love that (laughs) that sounds like a homeschool family to me though totally (laughs) jettisoning like anything else to be like all right just one more book I mean I do that when I travel to like homeschool conferences and stuff I'm like I I, I'm gonna get one of those portable because I'm going to another conference this weekend where it's a book like you know, and I'm going to get one of those scales on Amazon so you can like weigh your own suitcase because otherwise I'm like leaving stacks like in the library, like, or not in the library, in the airport, like, please, please take these. They're free. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Right now it's freezing, you know, I mean, yeah, we're, it got like, suddenly very cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is our fall slash winter and we're going straight to summer. Um, in mid-October, we're like going to summer, which is just odd. We often call this winter and that summer. Um, we do have um, one of our children, he loves snow, and he always has. And so he he often expresses, okay, we've got to have some snow in here. You know, we right. just haven't figured out how to work that, you know, other than to fly somewhere for a couple weeks mm-hmm. um, and snowboard that that is our goal is to have a little little bit of winter um we've got to figure that out so yeah (laughs) so getting back to october when you're going to summer do you already have a plan and are you sharing that yet or are you keeping it like suspense for us that are following you yeah, the only suspense that I ever give people is because we don't know what we're gonna do (laughs) next So we um, actually, that was one of the funniest parts in our family, like our extended family, because we would make a travel plan and we would give it to them along with dates. You know, we even had like a a Google calendar so that the grandparents knew exactly where we were going to be and we were safe and happy. Everyone's doing fine. Um, 
but we couldn't do that plan. You know, I mean, we would change things so often that our family was like, don't tell me the plan. Just tell me when you're there. Um, so it's this big joke in our family, like, okay, what do you think you're gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we think, um, we're going to move on to the catamaran, um, and just put our airstream in storage for the very first time. And we're so sad. Like we're having these weird emotions about that because we've never, you know, stored it. Um, but anyway, we're planning to move on the catamaran. And so we plan to learn to sail for about a month. We hope we're fast learners and then uh, head to the Keys to hang out with a few friends and then go to the Bahamas and see what we can get into over there and then sail back up to Maine for next summer. Oh, wow. wow. Oh my goodness. Oh, it sounds magical though. It really does. (laughs) Don't You're- get too excited. It might change. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, you know, that was kind of one of the things I was going to ask you is like, how do you decide? Like you have before you had, you know, the continent, basically you could drive around, you know, you could go anywhere at any time. And now you have like the world cause you have a boat. So like, how do you figure that out? Yeah. Well, I think the, unfortunately the biggest determining factor is money. You know, uh, what kind of work do we need to do? What time zone do we need to stay in for work? Um, And that kind of thing. So my work is always in Atlanta. So, you know, their 8 a.m. is my 5 a.m. So no quiet time for me. No, no. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the that's the biggest factor. Okay. Well, that that makes sense, though. Like, so there's still some there's still some constraints on what yeah. you have to do, which maybe is a good thing, because I, I, I think I would get overwhelmed if, like, I could literally go anywhere. Like, I would just... <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that's been one of my panic moments, you know? I mean, I think anyone making a big change, <clears throat> we have panic moments, you know? Probably you guys know from moving to a new house or even starting homeschool, like, that weird almost adrenaline slash fear that just floods your, all of your systems. Um, and that, that was definitely one of mine is how do we know where to go or the best places? And the only way we've been able to figure it out other than our constraints is by talking to other traveling families. So it's been our biggest, uh, resource. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You mentioned like no quiet time for you in the morning because of the time zones, but like, do you get alone time? And how does that, like, that's the other big space question that everybody asks. Like, how do you keep from getting really frustrated with each other? (laughs) I like how you worded that. (laughs) I was trying to not to say like, how do you keep from killing each other? Which is basically what the question said that we got. (laughs) Yes. Uh, yes, there are lots of walks that I take 
and I just say, my legs are really stuffy and I'm going for a walk, you know? Uh, so, and I get up, um, I'm an early bird, so I love getting up early and having, you know, three or four hours before anybody else is awake. Uh, so I'm a little nervous about the walking part cause you can't just get up on a boat and go for a walk, but I guess you can paddleboard or something. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, see, that's so smart. I wouldn't have thought about that. But yeah, there's, yeah. there's still a way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the alone time is, is a must and it's a must for all of us, you know, so we just, uh, we do reading time or quiet time or whatever, just like you would in a, a regular house. But, um, I guess the biggest sacrifice that I have to make is that a lot of times when I'm on a work call or something like that, I have to do it in the truck because it's the only like sealed quiet spot I have. So, yeah, I remember that. I think we did our interview together for your podcast in your truck. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then outside kind of becomes like a room for you, like the biggest room of your home, right? Like you can, you have a fire pit right behind you, I can see. And <laughs> Yeah, that's the other part of it is, I mean, there's definitely a sacrifice on space and bookshelves and all of those things, but we wanted to live our lives mostly outside and only come in, you know, when it's raining or cold or when we are tired of being outside. So yeah, as long as we have a picnic table and, you know, room to really get around in a safe spot, then we like to just stay outside. So. I love that. The world is your classroom. (laughs) Like for real. That's amazing. Okay. Here's, here's one that is totally selfish, but like when I think about doing this, I'm like, where do you like where do you get food where do you go i mean i know there's grocery stores everywhere but like you have to keep navigating new grocery stores that would be the hardest part for me i think (laughs) it is is. and i don't think people understand that how stressful it really is to navigate a new grocery store but we we moved um before we were traveling full-time we actually lived in australia for a year and a half and I cried the first time I went in their grocery store. I couldn't handle it. Like the eggs were on the regular shelf, not in the refrigerated section. And I was just, you know, crying. Anyway, um, I haven't done that, thankfully, (laughs) anywhere. Uh, But I mean, yeah, we just have to learn, learn new grocery stores everywhere we go. It is, it keeps our brains sharp, right? (laughs) So outside of when you do the five months in Maine, how often would you say you are relocating? Yeah. Um, we try to do about every two weeks or four weeks and then we get tired and then we are like, can we stay here six weeks, please? (laughs) So yeah, it, it depends on the place and a lot of places have requirements. You know, we like to stay in a lot of national parks because we use their junior ranger program as like social studies that has been for the past six years, a tremendous learning experience for us. So, um, and they have a two week limit in a lot of places. Yeah. So, okay. Two to four weeks, say. Wow. So what was your favorite place this past year? I'm just curious. Oh, I know it's probably really hard to pick where you're doing <laughs> such different I'm going to be unfair right now. I'm just curious. 
Yeah, well, I think um, we did two new things this past winter. Uh, we went to the Florida Keys with our camper for the first time. So all the previous times we had been there, we went with a tent. <clears throat> and if you've ever been tent camping, you know you probably don't even want to do that for much longer than two weeks. So um, we took our camper down there, and we did not want to leave. I mean, we... we we had four weeks there or five and we just kept extending our stay, extending, extending, which gets really expensive. Um, and that was probably our number one. But then we also had the opportunity to go to the coast of Oregon and to see the Pacific Northwest, to hike on their trails for the very first time. And we had never seen that before. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say those are our top two. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Like one coast to the other, basically. Like, yes. Oh, my gosh. It was way it's too tight. much driving, which is probably why we're, you know, getting out of the truck for the next six months. Yeah. <laughs> so something people ask is about, like, finding a community when you're traveling so much. And is that ever something that you you feel stressed about or have you found other solutions to that? Yeah, um, that is, so when we started traveling, we had a really great co-op and we loved it. And um, so we had a lot of friends there and we were living in a place that was sort of new to us. So we were the new kids on the block and we made a lot of our friends through the co-op. Um, so it was really hard to give up that co-op. And that's one of the, you know, sacrifices that we make. I guess I would say probably the same reason that we, the reason that we go back to the same place. It was a very hard decision to think about finding a community that wasn't that co-op or another co-op, you know, because not very many, I, I don't know of any that like for you to just drop in, you know, to to hang out for yes. a couple um, but we just decided that we were going to meet some other traveling families and try to hook up with them whenever we were in the near vicinity. So we've really prioritized that. Uh, and we've gone from, you know, not really wanting people to know exactly where we are to having this safety net of families that we all know where the other people are and we you know send a message and say hey we really want to hang out with you guys where are you can we meet up where are you headed um so those have been you know some of our our best community moments i i'd say it's still hard though because they don't you can't do that every week you know or even every month so it's it is hard and we just try to make friends that we go back and see, you know, and that's really cool because you get like the, I missed you so much. Not like I'm so sick of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I love that. And then now you've started sharing. So now people can connect with you and you have your road schooling 101 course and you have like resources that you offer to people. So now you're like a person that people can kind of learn from and 
yeah, it all comes full circle. (laughs) We were getting so many questions from families, you know, and I realized every time someone would ask a question, it'd be on Facebook or email or something. And I was just like typing these big, long explanations. And then it was just, I don't know, it felt almost kind of artificial and, and, you know, because they didn't really know how to respond and that kind of thing. So I had to take a good hard look and say, I'm not really helping people. You know, um, I remember what it was like when I was first getting started and I had so many questions and no one to ask them to. You know, we just had to ask as we met people. Um, yeah. So this past spring, I organized as many thoughts as I could into um, a platform called Togetherness Redefined. And I try to write articles in response to the questions that people have asked. And then I can send them an article and some extra stuff. And then we have a podcast where I actually interview some of those traveling families that we've gotten to know on the road so that they can share their experience. Because obviously it is different for every family, just like everything else is right so Mm -hmm. yeah I have really enjoyed connecting with people over there and hopefully creating something that can be of value to them as they even if they just want to do more hiking trips or field trips or whatever it is you know they actually have some resource and there's someone out there that has been doing it and they're safe they're fine (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I definitely think you've done that. And it's so fun to follow you. And I just saw Bacon, your cat, in the background. I did too. And Bacon even has an Instagram account. So (laughs) (laughs) you've got a ton of resources. And we will make sure we link to everything over at the show notes at thehomeschoolsisters.com so that everybody can um, follow along on your amazing adventures. Like, just... Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love that you're generous enough to like share everything you're doing with yes. with us. It's awesome. Well, I, and I try to be honest with people too, you know, I mean, it sounds like I can see how it could sound like, oh, they just have um, the luckiest life. They get to do, you know, all these things we wish that we could do. And I mean, I'll never write or even share about all of the things that happen, but I definitely try to be honest and say, not every moment is great or perfect, but we really, you know, this is our family's thing. Um, and other families have other things like baseball or, um, Even homeschooling can be some people's dream come true. Mm -hmm. It certainly was one of ours. And we just were not thriving in a traditional setting, you know. And rather than keep trying to make that work, we just, we found this and this has really worked for us. So I try to be real honest with people about that too. Thank you. Yeah. This has been such a good chat. (laughs) Thank you. I I love talking to you guys. I um, you know, I've been listening to your podcast forever, right? <laughs> For a few years. And so I was like, do you think that I could have them on my podcast? And then you both have been on and <laughs> Kate's episode is coming out soon. I'll talk to you about that. Um sure. 
course. And um, then when you asked me, I literally did a happy dance. I was like, do you know who just asked me to be on their podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, you're so sweet. No, we just. We're so happy to have you. Yeah, yeah. We've actually been wanting to do it for a little while, but um, we just, we we took our summer break. So now. We we summered hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so before we go, we always like to ask our guests if there's something that's bringing you joy right now. Yes. Uh, Well, right now it is fall in New England. And with our family being from Georgia, we had never seen the fall colors quite as vividly as they have in New England. So every year when we're up here in October, Um, In the fall, we look forward to those red and orange and yellow popping out in new colors that we haven't seen before. So I literally am going out around right now, picking up like all the red leaves that I can find. And I have like, you know, a hundred pictures of the different leaves on my phone. It's really ridiculous. But that is definitely bringing me joy right now. (laughs) Oh, I love that. What about you, Kate? Mine is a little lame compared to that, but (laughs) because this is our busiest fall that we've ever had in terms of what the kids are interested in and involved in and the ages that they are, we, um, I was really worried being an introvert that I was going to get crabby (laughs) pretty quickly, but the meal plan that we talked about last week and the chore chart, which I don't normally do as like stringently as I've done it, is making so much more margin that I feel like I feel busy, but I'm not pulling my hair out, if that makes sense. Like a total introvert thing. Yeah. Because I was really worried going into this. Like, what am I going to have a moment? Yeah. But it's been really helpful. Oh, good, so good, I'm glad good. It's working because sometimes you set these things up and they fail miserably and then you're just, you know, drowning. But it's working this time. Oh, what good. about you? Okay, so I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet because we haven't talked about joy. I shared, I, well, I share on Instagram all the time, but we got a new kitten and she is just such a sweetheart and um, it's just been so fun to like have a kitten in the house. And my, do- my daughter and I went to an event to learn more about fostering and so we want to start um, fostering and doing some more like... Um, like rescue work in the community and helping cats that are without homes and stuff like that. So it's just, it's just been really, it's been a very cat few weeks here and and it's good. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Celeste, for being here. This is awesome. And I'm sure people are going to have like tons of specific questions. So we will put links to everything, every place to find you over in the show notes at thehomeschoolsisters.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yes. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next. So head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com and click on ask us a question. We share posts over there too. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister.